This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is September 25th, 2020, and this is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Talking about SmackDown, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan. We're having a riveting conversation about food and then realized, oh, hey, we have to do the show. So, <laughs> this is true. Uh, SmackDown tonight, polarizing opinions. Some people really liked it. Some people really liked elements of it. I think uh, the Riddle-Corbin match was good. I think the stuff with the Roman and Jay was good at the end. I don't know if it's too late, though, to put some heat into that. I liked what they did with Alexa. But then, man, there was so much stuff that just felt non-essential. What, what did you? What about the? What did you think of? Um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Intercontinental? Of uh, with AJ Hardy and Sami Zayn. Well, they're going to have that ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship on Sunday night at Clash of Champions. We open tonight with these promos, and I love the promo and them facing off, but then because of uh, them getting into it, they said, oh, we're going to have this match right now. It's going to be uh, what was yep. it? Uh, Sammy versus Jeff 101. AJ got added to it. And here's the thing. They're like, oh, this is a preview of what we're going to see Sunday night. And I'm like, this is just a different version of what we're going to see Sunday night. It's the same thing. Yeah, it is. It and is I was Sam- thinking, yeah. I don't like Sammy's hair like that. It looks good in his hat, but when he takes his hat off, it doesn't look good. I want you to think back four years ago when we started doing this podcast, Matt, and you gave me shit about nit- nit- nitpicking people's ring gear. And you were like, you have a problem with their look? You know, with like what they're wearing? Like, that's what you're choosing to focus on? And Matt, now with you and like Sammy's hair and beard, that's what bothers I you. I want to see the video of this. It was there. It was there. That's the whole part of their <laughs> shit, is their look. Uh, um. But let's talk about this because I was thinking of you, actually, when I was watching that triple threat tonight. And I was thinking, this is an alternate version of the same match we're going to see Sunday. Now, Mm -hmm. I really like these guys. Now, Matt, you're a big fan of Motley Crue. You like Motley Crue. You'd follow them from city to city. And every night they'd play Home Sweet Home. You'd tear up every time. You'd raise your your cell phone because no one has (laughs) lighters anymore. And you would be into it. But think about a band you don't like as much. Think about like... uh, like Drowning Pool. Now, Bodies is a kick-ass song, but you know what? I might I might see Drowning Pool on a Friday and say, oh, they're playing in the town over on Sunday. I don't need to see Drowning Pool again. I have the memory. I saw the set. I heard Bodies. I'm good. Like, right. it's a testament to these guys that I'm going to like watching them on Sunday and Ladders are going to be there, but don't give me, essentially, you know, just slight variations on the set list. These aren't two different shows we're seeing between right. this match tonight and Sunday. The Ladders are going to help, but... This is just, I don't like that they run these matches into the ground and they did this with Cesaro. I know it was a singles match with uh, Shinsuke versus a member of the Lucha House Party tonight. But if it's the same guys mixing it up and they're going to mix it up tonight, mix it up Sunday, what's so different about that? It's not, and it waters it down. In my opinion, it waters it down immensely. I was looking forward to seeing Sami Zayn being added into this three way. Sure. And what what he'll add to the match. Um, I wouldn't have given any of that away. Yeah, it was just kind of odd tonight. And Adam <coughs> Pierce, when did Adam Pierce become the GM of SmackDown, coming out and adding I that to that match tonight? I don't know. I don't know. Vince has a hard on apparently for Adam Pierce. That's where this is coming from. I mean, talk about right place, right time, Matt. If you'd been standing backstage and ca- catering, you know, because you could have been, been the random. GM of SmackDown. Yeah. Although there's, they need to go back to Joseph Park a little bit more. I feel. I think if we're going to have a GM, let's really have a GM. Joseph um, Park. Okay, that's your pick. That's what I want. We got some super chats. Brett Murphy, $5. Next time you guys do your podcast, only talk about the new episode of Being the Elite, not Raw. You're welcome, Matt. Did I mention the tag division still sucks? 
And did <sighs> I mention the tag team? Dude? Brett Murphy just literally laid out what I was going to add to the show tonight. So, good night, folks. I've got nothing else other than those two sentences because he's correct. And the crazy thing about it is, here we are for the tag team titles, Lucha House Party versus Shinsuke and Cesaro. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, we got this BS with Otis and the briefcase. And, oh, the Miz is suing him. Oh, but Morrison's uh, name isn't on the lawsuit. It's just this is. Combine the tag divisions between brands. Uh, please. Something. Even, even then, they'll ruin it. But I still don't trust the company. What? And that way, Matt, we could see uh, Miz and Morrison. Maybe they can go bowling with the Viking Raiders. I mean, I think that's what the fans are clamoring for. <laughs> uh, combo breaker, <laughs> buck 99, hashtag Mizpop. Uh I'd forgotten about the names of Retribution. T-Bar, Mace, uh, and Slapjack. Whatever. Here's the weird thing. Do you think... Everyone's been talking about, by everyone, I mean, like, the people on wrestling social media that tweet in between Monday and Mm -hmm. Friday about WWE. They've been talking about Retribution. I think Vince probably thinks that's a win. He doesn't understand that they're they're mocking it. They're not praising it. Um, Correct. Correct. Um, Yeah, it's, we know who they are. Like, how are we just supposed to forget who these people were? Like, why am I supposed to, hang on, why am I supposed to believe Homeboy is now frigging uh, um, Bane from Batman all of a sudden with a different voice. Like, well, they start, yeah. What has happened? What He's been screwed over, hasn't had opportunity, so his voice has changed? His makeup in his eyes now? Like, like uh, what, what happened? Well, Matt, we all remember your creative frustration caused you to develop a stutter in WWE. I was just going to so, say that. Yeah. And I, as a wrestler, asked why. Six months later, or eight months later, are we just going to assume people are cool with me stuttering out of left field with no explanation, sir? You know? Well, I mean, we've all gone up to a hot girl in a nightclub, and then she turned around and had a really deep voice. I mean, Matt, come on. Yeah, everyone's like self-explanatory. This. Everybody's had that experience. I can't believe Vince McMahon really <laughs> thought that that was like a real thing. <laughs> you know what I should have said? I should, when Mr. McMahon like, used this analogy that I was just honest with, I was like, no, sir, I can't say I've ever seen that happen. Said, well... You know, I should have said, but I have seen it in the Naked Gun, I think. I think this is, like, <laughs> you're getting your bar scenes from the Naked Gun. Yes. <laughs> I, I fully think uh, Vince's worldview influenced by uh, <laughs> Naked Gun, <laughs> the Police Academy movies. <laughs> yes. You yes. know, uh, Blazing Saddles and Caddyshack. I think that's... Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, Bobby Burns, Buck 99, says, nice shirt, Glenn. Morgan, not so much. Wow, throwing shade at the, the fashion choices there, Matt. Mm. Dude, look at the guy. Look at his. Look at his. Look at his bio. Come on, his uh, uh, profile. <laughs> the jokes write themselves, folks. The so, if you don't, uh, wanna, if you don't want to be clown, don't start. So, uh, I will say the members of Retribution set up separate Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. So you know that way, it's not. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic, it's T-Bar that's tweeting. That way, you know, it's not Mia Yim. It's her character. I don't know what the name is uh, off the top of my head. Who cares? Who cares? Well, there is something to this, though, because I will say, like, Bray Wyatt, right? Like, I don't want to see Bray Wyatt tweeting about spending time with his kid. I know. I hate saying that, but I know what you mean. When he because I, his... I want the character. It's not that I don't his... care about his personal life. I remember life, when his wife, his wife had given birth, I believe, yeah. right? And I was like, wrestling Mark Matt Morgan's going, I don't know if I want to see. Look, how horrible of a human being does that make me? That, that was my first instinct instead of, wow, that's awesome. He's going to be a dad. Like, things that are important in real life. That should have been my first reaction. But it wasn't. And that's the point. Uh, I love Robert England. I think he's a great guy. But Robert England and Freddy Krueger should have separate Twitter accounts. I know nothing about Robert England in real life. Super cultured, has done a lot of theater. Remember, he was on V back in the 80s. Like, he's had a hell yeah, of a career. He's got great v. stories. V, v was a big time show when we were little. But if he was on the Freddy Krueger account and tweeting oh, out, like, right. 35th anniversary of V, folks, it's just like, dude, kayfabe. Yeah, you're ruining it for me. Keep yeah. it up. So, and let me give an example of that we love Abaddon on this podcast. We think she's uh, one of the most special talented wrestlers in AEW. But that's yes. the thing. It's like her Twitter account isn't 100% kayfabe. And I think that for Bray, I think if you're doing a hardcore character, 
Uh, try to stick with it. Yeah, try and stick with it. Have Use a personal it. account to tweet about uh, anime. Or actually, I'd be utilizing it somehow. I don't know how. Yeah. I'd make somebody else do it somehow. Do you know what I mean? Like, follow me around and stuff if I was like some crazy character like that. It's like, love him, hate him, agree with him, or find him offensive. The Iron Sheik's Twitter game is really like next level in character. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Shah, $5 on Booker T's podcast with Bliss. He mentions a fiend and Alexa went into a trance and stared at the screen and the feed cut off, keeping kayfabe alive. Oh, there you go. So he mentioned the fiend. Alexa went into a trance on the podcast, stared at the screen and the fiend cu- feed cut off, keeping That's kayfabe alive. awesome. Love it. That I like. Thanks for sharing I like that. kind of that Manchurian candidate thing. Kind of like she's got that trigger and you flip the switch and boom. Yep. Me too. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um... Nate Monroe, Buck ninety nine. Matt's a true Dark Order fan now. Is this true, Matt? Oh yes, me and me, me and Nate Dog have been talking about it. Ah, well, Krana Shah two dollars wants to know where's your John Silver merch, Matt? Bleep! I just cursed without cursing. I forgot to put it on. I should have worn it tonight. One of these nights I'll remember. Okay, what else do we got? Um, let's see. Man, we got some great stuff here tonight. Um, that I want to get to, want to talk maybe, about. Like the show, maybe? Well, I mean, can, you know, I mean, Let's Michael Edwards. The show and then shoot the show. Okay. Oh, sorry. Well, the, sorry. Michael Edwards asking, how would Freddy Krueger tweet? His fingers were blades on one hand. He can Ooh, I think he would be doing talk to text. Oh, it's true. It's true. Do you do a lot of that for your text and social media? Not social media, no. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I forget that the feature is there. I'm the kind of guy that on my Apple TV will forget that there's a voice thing on the remote and I'll sit there and type in everything letter by letter and just yeah. go for it, which uh, is horribly inefficient. So, and we're living in the future. We have all this technology at our disposal and we take it for granted because we're yes. lazy people with no foresight. Uh, however, let's talk about something we appreciate, something we love, and that's magic, more specifically that is Magic Spoon, the sponsor of this episode of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Matt, what's your favorite memory from childhood about breakfast cereal? Mine's the sampler pack. Getting access to that sampler pack, having all the little boxes of Kellogg's. That. I, remember, I remember saying that. Um, I think I've shared this with you, but my mom would put, she'd buy crap. She'd buy like checks, stuff that didn't, or Crispix. Ooh, right, Crispix yes. was the drizzles because there's no sugar on it. So yes. she'd make the mistake of leaving this huge barrel of sugar out there that you dip your spoon in and then put it in your cereal. Well, when she wasn't looking, I would take the whole barrel and turn it upside down and just <laughs> load the hell out of that bowl of cereal. So much so there'd be like this much sugar on the bottom of my bowl when I'm done drinking my milk. Um, wow. Good times. <laughs> so Matt found a way to make healthy cereal unhealthy to make yeah. it taste good with Magic Spoon you can have healthy cereal that actually tastes fantastic because Magic Spoon has got zero sugar, 11 grams of protein per serving, three net grams of carbs in each serving, comes in four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. And these are modeled after all the classics. Cocoa tastes like Cocoa Puffs. Fruity tastes like Fruit Loops. Frosted like Frosted Flakes. And blueberry tastes blueberry. like Blueberry. Oh, I, I would have probably traded a family member for a box of Blueberry as a kid. That's how much my, my mom, I was with the shredded wheat and Crispix. I would spend the night at a friend's house and I'd be like, oh, they have, they have parents that don't care about their health. Thank God I can eat some sugar-filled cereal. Uh, yes. I didn't realize until I was older how terrible those are for you. Uh, but with Magic Spoon, it's actually, it does none of the bad stuff, all the good stuff. It tastes amazing, too good to be true. Boxes come into my house, and before I even see them, I say to my wife, how many bowls of cereal do you have today? And she said, don't judge me. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, but the good news is with Magic Spoon, again, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free, this is such so, good stuff. So let me put this in pr- proper perspective um, of how amazing this cereal legit is. Um, it's definitely my cheat. If I have to get up two in the morning, I'm starving. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely down uh, a couple bowls of that with almond milk. But my wife, who's competing and uh, getting ready for an actual women's figure competition, she's like two weeks out, which means every single, I mean, every calorie is counted by her coach. She yeah. has to screen, take a picture of every meal before she eats it, send it to the coach. 
Um, it's, 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 it's craziness. And even with that said, she's allowed to have that on as part yeah. of her diet, which I've never seen in my lifetime ever with a cereal because of the three net carbs that they have, um, three net grams of carbs. Um, that's unheard of. It's just, it just is. I promise. It's crazy. And I know people that are doing keto that love it. Uh, I know people that are working out, count every calorie and love it. And then there are people that, you know, should be making healthier choices. And Magic Spoon is an easy way to do that. You make a healthier choice uh, in yeah. the morning, in the afternoon, yes. or for dessert, really anytime you want to treat yourself and uh, mm -hmm. not suffer the consequences, uh, as it were. So go to magicspoon.com slash W-I-N-C. That's magicspoon.com slash wink. Grab a variety pack, try today, and when you use our promo code WINC at checkout, you're going to get free shipping. And here's the coolest part. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they are going to refund your money. No questions asked. That is magicspoon.com slash WINC. Use that code WINC, W-I-N-C, for free shipping. And we thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. And thank you for supporting our sponsors, getting great DMs, great messages. Somebody messaged me on LinkedIn and was like, dude, Magic Spoon. And I'm like, I know. Uh, it is fantastic. And thank you for supporting the Wrestling Inc. podcast. When you, when you support this podcast and our sponsors, you make this podcast possible. Jeff Peters wants to know, Matt, memories of No Surrender 09. <laughs> Matt's like, was I No Surrender 09? I'm wondering if he's asking that because that was just something I posted on Twitter recently. Oh, if that's okay. maybe that's what maybe that's what he's talking about. Maybe so. I'd have to assume that Sting versus me versus AJ versus Kurt when Kurt was a champion. Talk about being the bridesmaid and never the actual bride, brother. I bicycle kit. I carbon footprint Kurt Angle into left field. Hmm. The match is over. I'm going to win. All right. Sting butts his nose in my business. I get shake hand out of the ring. He then lets AJ do his little whatever flippy do off the top rope to cover a prone Kurt Angle from my finisher laid out and won the title. It's one of the most historical moments of TNA history that you always see where AJ wins the title. He's like going crazy and the fans are all in the ring with him. It was that night. Did you I ever think no surrender? Did you ever think AJ Styles would be as big as he is now? No, I prayed he would. Yeah. Um, but I remember going out after some of our shows together. I remember being on a steakhouse specifically with Christian Cage. That's who he was at the time mm -hmm. of TNA, Christian Cage. And we were all talking. Tomko was with us, too. And we we're talking about, you know, life in WWE. And AJ just kept asking, you know, Jay, uh, Christian all these questions about it. And then just you could tell he wasn't intimidated, but he didn't think that he would do well there because Vince is such a mark for guys with size. So, like, he was, yeah. like, purposely asking questions, I remember. Not purposely, but, like, questions that one, you know, with his ability should be asking. Like, you know, is it, you know, what was it like when you first got there, Jay? Did they mm -hmm. tell you to put on size? You know, what was that conversation like? Things like that. Um, but I never thought, because it was such a done deal, that Vince was, would never be signing, yeah. you know, less big guys, right? Um, but I always hope, if he had an opportunity, I always said, if he had an opportunity... It was signed to a contract. Yes, he'll be a big star because they won't be able to hold him down. Justin Lopez, $10 Super Chat. Thank you, Justin. Says, first segment tonight took me back to 1999 when I went to a house show in Madison Square Garden the night before pay-per-view and got the exact same matches and finishes at the yeah. pay-per-view. That's when I realized house shows were rehearsal. Essentially, um, essentially, essentially the rehearsal. It gets you an opportunity to gel with your opponent. And you try things during those house shows or live events. And then when you get to the pay-per-view, um, those house shows, yeah, they're kind of like rough drafts. But you tr you should be trying something new in each of those three house shows leading up to that pay-per-view. And whichever ones all work the best, you add that to the pay-per-view. Or if it doesn't work, you shit can it. I think uh, I get why they're doing more stuff on TV right now because they don't have house shows but i feel just no man, no this is different. Yeah, this is I this know. is lazy this is lazy they gave it away and i don't get it especially because i think that's the match i'm looking forward to the most at clash of champions it was one of them for me yeah tonight just kind of takes a little total wind yep. out of the sails uh bear hudson five dollars matt what do you think of the nxt mystery wrestler being bobby Roode or samoa joe returning to nxt or melina with the robert stonebread 
Okay, so it can't be Molina with the Robert Stone brand. Hmm. Um, if so, she'll be a comedy act. That won't work. Um, why Joe? I thought Joe can't wrestle again. Isn't that why he's announcing? Wasn't he off commentary on Monday night? I, I hope that's the case. I want him to go back to wrestling so bad. I want him to give yeah. him that darn push already and be treated seriously and give him an opportunity opportunity in which he doesn't, you know, get hurt. He gets, you know, is any more bad luck. I hope it's Joe, but Bobby's a friend too, so whichever. Terry Allen Jr., $2.40, says, with ADHD amount, what stuff occurs? Hi, Glenn. What? With ADHD, Matt, what stuff occurs? Uh, Terry Allen Jr., is there a way you can ask that again without paying money to do so? Yes. I don't know what you mean. Sorry. Um, I never talked about it really on this podcast, I don't think, or maybe we did once, uh, but I was on ADHD meds for like 10 years. Getting mm -hmm. off those is probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, at least to sustain. Uh, Antoine Fair, five dollars. I wanted to let you guys know I watched a Pee Wee Herman or watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It doesn't age well, but I watched it. So you like twisted? You mean the twisted sister scene with like the hottest rock band in the '80s at the time, and their big cameo in it that didn't do it for you? The opening like twenty minutes of that movie until Pee Wee hits the road—that's my favorite part. I love seeing into his world. I love By when he does the investigation the when he's in. No, he's in his house. It's yeah. the best. I wanted to live in his house so bad. Absolutely. But with the investigation, when he sits everyone down and is going through all the oh, pictures. down in his basement. What's yeah. the, what's, what's the <laughs> significance? I don't, I don't know. know. Is there something you want to share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. I mean, it's such a funny movie. It's so good. Uh, it's a picture of, <laughs> of me without my bike. <laughs> I'm going to watch that again. I was going to watch Kenny versus Spenny episodes on YouTube tonight. I'm going to watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure again instead. Uh, DNA of TNA, Matt Morgan, fan, $6. Matt Raid, NXT guy, is Bo Dallas. He's been wanting to return. Ringside News said they have plans for him to go to NXT and get a new gimmick. Uh, I oh, literally I had forgotten that. about Bo Dallas. I would love that for Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas is talented as hell. I just think he needs to get the right shtick character. I still want, I'm still holding out. I'm surprised they haven't done it yet with something with his brother. I am surprised they haven't done another zombie monster type of gimmick with him. You know what I mean? To some effect. Something yeah. where he takes, he takes over him and he makes him evil. Something like that. Okay, Good so question. here's here's what we're going to do. We're going to read one more super chat. Then we're going to get back yeah. to the show. I want everyone, hold your super chats. Let us get through SmackDown. Please. Good Although Lord. people are saying... You know, I'm here for the Friday night two-man show with these two. Uh, Tina Miller, there you go, saying, Matt and Glenn, y'all are adorable. Matt, your favorite your favorite adjective. Tina can say it. You can't. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Nate Erickson, $5. What happened to Abaddon for AEW and Elias for WWE? Thought both could be Ooh. great. Elias was amazing when heel. Maybe he needs a crowd. Elias, is he injured? Like, I don't know what's going on there. Something's off, but I'd rather have him off if they have something bigger planned for him so he – because having him being used the way he was was terrible recently. Yeah. As of recent. Okay. And then Antoine Fair, $2. Seriously, review the show more. now. Yes, now, well, he's saying review the show. Okay. So, Go. so, so, so. Uh, this, Sami Zayn won this match. I Jesus hate, Christ. That's I hate, where we're at still? Well, I hate that this means he's probably not winning on Sunday. Um, I but, hate the fact that you're still on the first segment. Well, there's not a lot to talk about tonight, thankfully. I mean, you want to talk about the Miz and Morrison and their lawsuit no, against Heavy Machinery? No, 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 I'm not distracted. You sure? And finish this out. We could out. talk Go. about that. You want to talk about the Miz's fake law firm that he hired? Because right, so we don't have to that. talk about that in order when that comes up. That's just yeah. We just checked. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Bailey's promo tonight. You didn't like that? No, I just let's talk about it. I just oh. not saying it's bad. Jeez. Awesome. I thought this was awesome. I Top of her game. She gets better and better. I, I didn't like this. If you remember, I crapped on her being healed, not her specifically, but the company for messing her up royally and not cashing in on an amazing baby face and doing her the right, you know, doing her uh, um, justice to what she's doing in NXT. But, dude, she's money as a heel, I, I, big time. I think the problem is they haven't done enough to build up Nikki Cross to where. Oh, yeah, for sure. We would, it's a, dude, yeah, she's going to kill her. Yeah, Sunday night better break out into a dance number or something. I mean, because I think this is going to be a short match, which is unfortunate. It's Nikki. I think she deserves more. 
she's definitely she's out she is outkicked her coverage in my opinion. It's isn't it weird that given her history, given what she did in NXT and her previous character, that like she gets involved with Alexa Bliss and then Alexa is the one that's turned all crazy? I know. I it is actually. Yeah, when you say it that way. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh so after Billy's promo, watch that tonight. That was good. But then we had Shinsuke versus Grand Metalik. Uh, Shinsuke get a pretty easy win here. Cesaro rushing the ring after. Uh, looks like, oh, there's trouble in the Lucha House Party. Why Who do they cares? keep teasing? I know. Why do they keep teasing this, though? Like, this is some story. We're on the edge of our seat. Can the Lucha so- House Party settle their differences? <laughs> the Lucha powers explode. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I, you know why? So Vince can do what he always does. And somehow have uh, uh, two luchadors wrestling against each other again. And like, do you know what I mean? And doing what he always does instead of like spreading the wealth and creating different mashups and different, you know what I mean? Uh, Different people with different backgrounds working against each other. He takes everybody the same genre and sticks them in the same segment and then ends up having them wrestle each other, generally speaking. Um, But this, nobody cares about, unfortunately. Nobody cares about Lucha House Party. Nobody's going to see them anything more than main event talents. The show main event. But you know what people do care about? Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure references. Thank you, Eric, for the and knitting and knitting and knitting, reference. And knitting. Yes, yes. <laughs> and knitting. <laughs> Gotta watch that again. Love so that many quotes. I'm just coming in my head right now. That movie is amazing. And you know if I go to the Alamo ever in my life, I'm just making basement of the Alamo jokes the entire time. There's no basement in the Alamo, though. <laughs> if I, I want to go to the Alamo just to do that, just okay. to make references. Really quick, adventure. one more cool place in that movie, once he did leave his house and his basement, um, was the bike shop. I was always a mark for the bike shop. I thought those kids that Pee Wee thought were the cool kids on their BMX bikes were cool yeah. kids. I wanted to hang out with them. I, miss I think BMX the kid's biking. name was, I think the main kid's name was Chip. I could be wrong on that. By the way, I've asked Hervey about this movie when he was a TNA. Like, everyone asked him, like, oh, those other movies. I was like, ah, tell me what it was like to be on Pee-wee's yeah. Big Adventure. <laughs> Seriously. Um, Screw Wonder Years, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that's right. I forgot he was in that. Uh, okay, so Jey Uso promo tonight. Mm-hmm. Like this, like Jay out there uh, talking, yes. building up the match for Sunday. That was good. Was. Um, I think that it's interesting, right? So th- the whole thing with uh, backstage and Heyman. I mean, I like Roman Reigns. I love Jay Uso. I don't think there's mm-hmm. a chance in hell Jay Uso is winning this match. No, of course not. On Sunday. Okay, nobody does. The intrigue, though, again, is, is it's his family member. And there's been great subtleties. Um, that Roman has been doing point, in my opinion, spot on perfectly. And um, I, I'm hoping we see him open up on him during that match when it's time to get heat. You know, his promo, uh, Roman's promo, I don't know if it wasn't tonight or last week, I forget when, when he was saying how this is, you know, it, was, it wasn't his typical, this is my yard. He called it his WWE. And I believed every yeah. word of that when he said that. Oh. And, like he took like Paul Heyman was about to talk. Do you remember that? And then he like put his hand out and made Paul give him the mic so he could talk instead. I just thought, I believe him. I believe in this heel Roman. It's unfortunate for Jay because I think the Usos are just such a great tag team. I think it's good that he's getting an opportunity. And they will. Be. Uh, They'll go right back to that. I'm sure. Right. What do you think of the video pay uh, package with uh, their family chiming in? I like that Rikishi at least put Jay over the J- like he had to say like. Well, I think Jake will win. The son. I hope so. <laughs> um, I think it actually would have been, I would have been, I think a better story if he was like, even Rikishi thinks Roman's going to win this, like make Jay the ultimate underdog. So how old I am when we were in Cali, I think it was his twins were at one of our house shows hmm. and freaking amazing dancers. They're like break dancing, doing all this crazy stuff. Uh, and I had no clue. Like when they were assigned to like a developmental, um, I forget what their names were, but someone's like, Oh, that's Keisha's kids. I'm like, Wait a minute, no way. I just seen them like six years ago. I remember thinking in my head, um, but I'm old, that's the moral of the story, folks. Um, 
And also, though, but back to that clip, I thought that was cool to involve the family members. I love them telling the long stories like this, especially when you have family uh, lineage like that. That really is royalty. It's wrestling royalty, I would say, more than any other family. I just, so I'm looking in the chat room. Uh-huh. I mean, for instance, like Michael the Virus fantasy book in this a bit saying Roman wipes out. Jay, then Jimmy returns to avenge his brother. Then he gets wiped. Then the relatives plead with Roman to be the good Michael. man. Again, he declines. Then the Rock fights Roman at Mania 37. This is a placeholder. I think it's going to be the Fiend versus Roman at Hell in a Cell. Has to be. Okay. Um, Roman ain't losing. Yeah. Antoine Ferris, $5, says, I think this match has no finish. Roman gets the DQ for going too far, and then Hell in the Cell is the blow-off. Think about that for a second. I mean, like, again, I love the Usos. I love Jay. I am a huge Usos mark, but you're telling me it's going to be Universal Champion Roman Reigns. No. Versus Jay Uso no. at Hell in a Cell. No. Let me be clear. Yeah. No. Clash of the Champions is like a become, it feels like a C pay per view. Like yes. it's always like, oh yeah, we're doing Clash of the Champions. If it wasn't for titles being on the line, the pay per view would have no meaning no. whatsoever. They can steal the, this is called stealing the pay per view. Uh, when yeah. you steal a talent that's a one off that you could steal, I mean, event pay per view match with. So we had a uh, lengthy match between Riddle and Baron Corbin tonight. What did you think of this? I'll be honest. I think uh, it was good. I just it didn't hold my attention. I thought Cor- I was surprised Corbin won. I mean, it was it was a lengthy match. Oh, uh, that I, I don't know why. I don't know why Corbin's beating him. This felt like a pay per view match without a pay per view. Like they were like, ah, we can't put this on Clash of the Champions, but we'll do this tonight. Um, Okay, but it doesn't matter. Why is Matt Riddle losing already? Yeah. He, he's had a weird trajectory since he came in. 50-50. Um, but this was a good match. I think uh, a lot of people seem to really like this tonight. And uh, cut that promo in the interview with Kayla after. Yep. Call on SmackDown, the bro show. So. I uh, got another uh, teaser for the mystery woman. She wrote untouchable on the mirror and lipstick, smacked her fingers. Uh, who, do, who do we think that is? Carmella. I mean, okay. Where's Carmella? What's she been doing? Okay. I'll, I'll be cool with that. I'd like to be okay. somebody we haven't seen in a while, but this is the best follow-up to Terry Allen Jr.'s question before about okay. ADHD. Yeah. And you said, what do you mean, Terry? And he said, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. I don't think that's what Matt was asking. Terry, I was <laughs> asking, what was your question you were asking? Elaborate yes. more. Explain more what you're asking so I can answer it. And I think he was asking about... Waste... Yeah. Oh, I think he was asking about... Because you've talked about having ADHD before, correct? I feel like of we've course. talked about you that. You can go on YouTube right now and type it in and watch it yourself. Yes. So I think he was asking about about struggles. That's not what. Okay, no, T- Terry, ask a more detailed question. This is like no. uh, message me, Terry. Just message me, brother. Just like, message like me. Twenty questions. It's like twenty questions. Asking me. It's like twenty questions. If you had to pay Raj Giri every time you asked a question. That's why I specifically said don't waste oh, yeah. money asking it. Glenn will look yes. out for it. I was looking out for it, and he paid for it. Uh... Oh, Jackson Collins. That's nice. Just sending my love and support, boys. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks, Jackson. Jackson's right. getting jacked, by the way. Yeah? He's getting big. You didn't see him? Uh, I saw So I saw Jackson release, uh, was messing around with his home studio, put up some music like a week or two ago. He is good music, but he's getting bigger, too. He's been working out. Yes. Sometimes, Jackson, that reminds me, DM me later. I think there was some movie or something I was going to recommend to you. Um, I'll, I'll remember it. I'll send him a DM. Uh, Same thing, Terry, Terry Allen Jr. Yeah. Again, DM me what your question was because it's going to annoy me that I'm not answering it. Trust me. This whole podcast is just us asking fans to DM us about specific subjects. Because you don't ever want to blow anybody off, honestly, especially these fans, not to be a kiss-ass, but it's the truth. We got really good... Uh, uh, you don't want to even say fans, but friends of the show that watch it. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes, like, I want to talk about things that I want to, like, nerd out or geek out with. And I know, like, Jackson yes. is really into Cobra Kai, so it's great that we can have conversations yes. um, about that. Um, but, uh, like, Jess, our fan in the UK, like, her and I are both really into Teen Titans Go in the movie, and I like that we can talk about that. There's some stuff that I want to nerd out about with and talk to people about, but I don't want to tweet about it. Like, I don't want to just go on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, I got you. 
you know? So it's kind of nice to have those side conversations. We should have like a fan discord or something where we could like group this stuff. Um, drinking with David 499 huh. said, uh, Oh, thanks Glenn for helping me out watching SmackDown live here on the West coast. Better than a Google search. That's right. So people ask, Obviously, Fox is broadcast television, East Coast, West Coast, not like USA, which has one national feed in many cases. Right. So if you're on the West Coast for some reason and you can't watch SmackDown Live, get the Fox Sports app and mm -hmm. you log in with your cable provider and you can watch it free live on the West Coast. That's how I watch it every Friday. Cool. I know. So Alexa Bliss versus Lacey Evans tonight. <clears throat> um, man, I think Alexa looks really cool. I thought this match was good, but I was just waiting for that moment. I was waiting for the sister Abigail. It definitely delivered. And I loved, um, man, they got that. There was just so money the way they got that camera shot with her, the way her looking at the camera. Like my hope with this is that this is as far as they're going to take her, um, her new character look with sort of the crazy hair, uh, and, uh, you know, the crazy eyes. Um, well, I, I hope that they don't, like give her like a fiend mask. That's the nightmare situation that they're going to do think, some crazy thing. Yeah. You know, I don't think they have to. I think you put her in that wedding gown veil. She's wearing that you didn't like when she was in Braun Strowman's head when he was doing yeah. that pay-per-view match versus something. She could be like zombified without wearing, having a mask. I, I would take that. Just something. If she's morphed into sister Abigail. She's got to do something. I also like, I like how they're doing Bray's influence over her without having to show Bray, without of having course, to see them interact all the time. It, it doesn't make him a heel. That's why. Yeah. It's, uh, this is definitely working for me. Um, if you had to see that, you would think of him as a heel. You're not going to be privately rooting for him like you are to come out and take Roman Reigns out, you know, in an upcoming pay-per-view. I could see... Alexa interfering in Bailey versus Nikki to set up Alexa versus Bailey at Hell in a Cell. Hmm. I'm I don't know where to go with it. I don't know where they're gonna go with it. You know what I mean? That's exciting to not be able to yeah. predict for, for a change. I agree. Uh meanwhile with Lacey Evans, I don't know what they're doing with her or where that's going. Uh, and uh that's the downside of this. Squandering so much potential. Have you seen her on that military home makeover show? You've talked about it. I mean, I follow her on social media. I think she uh, is so damn funny. She's entertaining. She carries herself like such a star, such a star in an era, which no offense. I would argue 75% of these guys and gals in the roster would pass right through an airport. And nobody would even, you know, bat an eye wondering, Oh, that must be somebody, you know, non-wrestling fans back in the day when wrestlers were wrestlers, if you weren't somebody that watched wrestling, you damn sure knew somebody from the WWE was somebody from WWE. You don't anymore. And she is that person that, you know, you notice. Lacey Evans would have been the top female in the company 20 years ago. She well, should no, be now. I don't get I what the hell. She's got a good gimmick. I don't get what they're doing. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, so... After. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save the super chats because we only got a little bit more to talk about the show. Oh, and I like that when Roman came out, I liked uh, Alexa the way she was looking at Roman eyeing the title, sort of uh, standing in for the fiend. <sighs> yeah, that was a good subtlety. It was cool. It was very. It cool. was a good subtlety. Um. So okay, let's talk about this. Roman Reigns' promo on Jay tonight, and. Uh, it was interesting. He was putting Jay over, like, <laughs> like basically the Jay's a lesser person because he's a twin. Like he's only half a person, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I mean, what did you make of this promo tonight? I thought it was awesome. I've had no, not a single modicum of a problem with any promos Roman has cut since he's been back. I've liked them all. I think it's good. I think Heyman what Heyman means being involved with Roman is good. I think Roman doesn't need Paul Heyman. Um, and I think this is actually not using Paul Heyman anywhere near the height of his ability, but all he'd be doing is being doing fill in the blank. But this time I know. Brock, it'd be Roman Reigns name. I don't, I, that shit gets old to me. 
I yeah. like Ro- I like Roman Reigns big dogging Paul Heyman and scaring Paul Heyman. It's yeah. different. It makes him look like a bully, and I like it. So really, uh, the long and the short of this, after their back and forth, was Jay Uso hitting Roman with a Superman punch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I thought that was cool. Um, I mean, how much do you think this is going to be the main event? At the pay-per-view? Yeah. Yes. Should it be? That's argue. Well, he's the champion. I mean, what do we got on Raw the other show? Is there anything else I'm missing that could possibly be the main event here? It's true. I don't think I am. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh... I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see why it can't be. Like I said, they're still on a pay-per-view with using a family relative. You know, I get he's a tag act, but so what? Oh, and I'm uh, sorry. I meant to say I, I mixed up the words. Uh, Roman hitting Jay with the Superman punch out of nowhere at the end. Pardon me. What did you say? I thought that's what you said. I said Jay hitting Roman. Sometimes oh. I watch it, but I follow along with the Wrestling Inc. recap on the site. And I seriously, like, I don't have dyslexia, but sometimes I do... Not letters, but words. I put names in the opposite <coughs> order sometimes. I thought you said it the other way. Sorry. I would have said something. Um, Either one could have happened. Choose your own adventure. Whichever thing you think is more interesting, that's what happened. Yeah, and guess what? Nobody cares. Want to know why? Because <laughs> review, he's going to steamroller him. <sighs> so, what yeah, I mean. At? You're up to I'm no looking- good. What do you? What are you clicking? I was looking at the rest of the recap. So I liked uh, the shot of uh, Roman with the belt and Jay laid out at the end. That was that was cool. But, but I think per, per Raj's formula, this means Jay's going to win. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I asked somebody what the odds are, and the odds are like only one in ten that Jay wins Sunday. <laughs> I was going to go on Twitter and say, "Hey, if anyone wants to make me like a five hundred to one bet." You guarantee me the $500, I'll put up a dollar against that all day long, you know, just in case. Uh, but yeah, yeah, 10 to 1 seems generous. Uh, just think that those are the odds that uh, Jay has. One in 10. I, and I, I think the fans had some, you know, were, that were on the chat room earlier talking about different ways that there could be a possible no contest or he gets DQ'd, Roman gets DQ'd for going crazy on his, you know, cousin. Um, so like a no finish, maybe that's why it's one in 10, but it's, it can't possibly be because they think Jay's going to win. I don't think anybody out there thinks Jay's going to win. Well, technically he does win by a DQ, but. And it's not like they have to, uh, it's not like they got to protect Jay Uso. No, that's why it's going to be a steamroller. Yeah. Roman needs to be a bad, bad man Sunday. Yeah, something. Uh, so I liked elements of tonight's show. I don't think this was a great go home show. I think this has kind of been a an off not. week in WWE programming, which is said says something. Um, but 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 there were good parts on tonight. I still take this show over Raw, to be honest. Um, it's shorter. It's shorter, but I I enjoyed it more. I would say uh, there was. I thought there was good parts of the show but some horrifically bad ones too, or ones that you're just frustrated at, like the three-way. I don't know. I'm very invested in this Lucha house party angle. There's the one you know, we don't care about. Which I think they're super talented guys. They've just been booked so poorly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's how they've been booked from day one that way. They came out to the ring with pinatas. And it's so the Lucha cool. House Party. It's so just, it's just bad. Um, what, it, first of all, just really quick. Nobody uses a house party. The word, the phrase. It, it well, today's... Kid and Play did. I mean, let's be fair. Thank you. What year? Uh, 1990. That's what happens when you have a, never mind. Older people writing your stuff. So when are we going to have the Lucha Pajama Jammy Jam? There just to go. bring this full circle. Um, that's a little bit too updated. That's more updated than House Party is, I would say. <laughs> okay, so in 1990, remember they rushed House Party 2 out? Like, that came out like a year later, the Pajama mm-hmm. Jammy Jam. And I remember that uh, 
at my high school, we actually had a dance. We actually had a pajama jammy jam, and that was oh. the name of it. And uh, the student oh, body no. got the idea from the, the House Party 2 trailer. Obviously. Well, yes. what did you wear? Do you remember? Or did you not? Um, I feel like DJ at that dance. I have Wait, a vivid what? memory. But not like back then DJing wasn't like the stupid mashups and things that you now back then DJing was literally like scratching. No, it was like literally I'm, I'm going to put on this CD and I'm just going to, you know, I, like a basic crossfader. I think I helped out. I have a vivid memory of slow dancing to Guns N' Roses November Rain. That's my memory of that dance. What did you do when Slash starts playing the guitar in that though? You can't. Okay, so you November can't Rain at that part. I November Rain, and this is like when Use Your Illusion One and Two like just come out. Yeah, I remember riding my bike to the warehouse to buy that at midnight. Midnight when that was uh, released. Uh, but I remember I, that was my call where I was like, I was like, put on this song, it's epic. And then I remember everyone looking around like, this this was a slow song. Now we cannot dance to this. What have you done, Glenn? Yeah, <laughs> that's how I always felt being on the dance floor when that part would hit. Even yes. though that's my favorite part of that song, technically. I started working on a playlist on Spotify. Um, I'll tell you the exact title of it and some of the songs that are on. I need to work on this more. Um, let's see. Where's where's my playlist here? Uh, it's called How to Ruin a High School Dance. And uh, I put songs like uh, Orinoco Flow by Enya, Weathering Heights by Kate Bush, Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, uh, Convoy. Slayer's Raining Blood, Master of Puppets. We are the world. Could you imagine you're a school dance and We Are the World comes on? <laughs> I used to have that uh, single record back in the day. Yes. Uh, Tomorrow from Annie. Uh, 19 by Paul Hardcastle. I think I was at a dance. You know, you know, do, remember night, night, it was that samples of Vietnam, Saigon. It was just all oh, sound samples. Yes, 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 yes. It was weird that there was a dance song about the Vietnam War. Very strange. 19, 19. I remember that, yes. You know, Simon Cowell was his manager, and that's why American Idol is produced by 19 Entertainment. He named his company after the success of that song. Huh, interesting. Yes. So, Steve Marcuccioli, 499 Super Chat, wants to know, did Bob Holly ever get overly stiff with Brock, given Bob's history? I remember when I was there, uh, uh, um, I had heard from guys in the locker room that they said Brock did what he did on purpose, hmm. which drop was his drop Bob on his neck because Bob did try that stuff with him at some point. But I don't buy that. Um, I, I don't buy that. It seems like a good story. I mean, obviously not a good story. You want to break anybody's neck, obviously, but I could, I think those was just wrestlers exaggerating that may not like Bob. You know what I mean? Hmm. To be honest, Brock, I don't think would ever do that. Um, on purpose. Um, and honestly, I don't ever looked at Bob. When I first got there, I looked at it that way of Bob being stiff just for the sake of being stiff and, and, and cherry picking and spot picking on younger wrestlers that would, hi, I'm giving you my body because this is a work. This is what we do. Right. But in reality, it's not. It's testing you uh, because you're going to get injured at some point or another in your career. And you've got to learn to be able to push through that and finish the match at all costs is at least what, how I was trained. So honestly, in retrospect, I always kind of thanked him being uh, rough. And I always liked it because I sometimes by accident was a little too rough and stiff mm. when I didn't really want to be uh, or wasn't trying to be, if you will. So guys like that are cool to work with because same like Benoit was like that too. Benoit was, I remember one time just screaming at me, chop me, that's not a chop, that's terrible, harder. Like in the middle of like this match, <laughs> and I was just like, "Holy six, I never really threw chops ever." Yeah, and if I did, it's an overhand chop, but it's an awkward chop on somebody that's so much shorter than you. It's just not a good angle. Um, but I learned how to chop, <laughs> and the, I, I so back to the Bob stuff. In retrospect, I was kind of appreciated that because it did toughen you up and get you ready. If God forbid, shit, it's a fan, you do get hurt. You know, you, you realize you got to finish that mask because those fans paid money to come see. Maybe it is you that they came to see or that match that you're involved in. And you're supposed to give them what they paid to see. Makes sense. You know what I mean? But no, he did not do that to, to, to Bob on, uh, on purpose. No way do I believe that. Uh, 
Dustin Eck, $5 to back me up to say Teen Titans Go on the Cartoon Network is the shit. Good for all ages, not just for kids. Better than the original. It's not better than the original Teen Titans, but still good. I watched the show, Matt. I watched the movie. I told you you got to watch the movie. I don't know if your son likes cartoons, but it's got music. It's got superhero jokes. I swear to God, only adults no, and Marvel and DC that, yeah. fans will get. It's called Teen Titans Go to the Movies. It's actually, it was like uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse before that uh, came out earlier the same year, but it's very meta uh, uh, I don't want to spoil it. There's a cameo you'd never think you'd see in a DC movie. It's very good. Uh, highly recommend it. But when I'm watching it, I said to my wife, I'm like, is this show meant for kids? Because there's a lot of this humor that is kind of dark. But I find it hilarious. Uh, but it's very good. Uh, we got some more stuff to get to here. God, you, the chat room is just crazy. Uh, crazy in a good way. Uh, love how much you guys just participate and get into this. Antoine Fair, 2003. My high school graduation party was a PJ party. It lasted an hour. Bad move with a bunch of young men and women. Uh, what? Why did it last an hour, Antoine Fair? <laughs> Apparently, it got that out of hand. It's 2003, Matt. The kids in 2003 weren't innocent like the kids of, of our age in the early 90s. That's that's no. not true. We were, we were terrible was, as well. Yes, cops were always coming and busting up caggers and stuff. Uh... Justin Lopez, oh, shots fired, saying class act is better than the house party trilogy as far as kid and play movies go. No, uh, Justin Lopez, right when I was telling the whole world you should be a WWE writer, um, you had to say this. Yeah, had to do this. Class act is certainly better than house party three. He said trilogy. Yeah. House Party 1 is fantastic. Can, if you've never seen that, highly recommend it. Justin, can I raise the ante and just say that they all suck? And you're really just saying that one sucks less than another. Technically. Dude, have you watched House Party 1 recently? Yes, it's awful. It is no, awful. You're high. It's aged so well. It's so good. His acting is rotten. Kid and Play are better actors than they are rappers. Ooh. Rotten, rotten, rotten. Martin Lawrence is in it. Tisha Campbell. All of them are amazing. Robin Harris is Pops. You're not listening. I'm I'm listening to you. Wow. Wow. What? Just don't just shots fired at that you don't think is bad. I thought they were very good. No. The kids. Which one's no plays the tall one with the fro? No, that's that's kid. High rise. Matt Morgan doesn't know the difference between kid and play, folks. <laughs> it's Chris something, right? Chris uh, Reed and Chris. So the one with the high top, Robin. The high top fade, whatever the hell you call it, kind yeah, of hair. Chris top. Reed like is three kid. Feet high. All right, horrific. The other one who never got any real as much attention as he did, I thought was slightly better. Interesting. As an actor. Now, not to be confused with uh, Chris Kelly and Chris Smith, who are Chris Cross. Ah, Lots of Chris's in hip-hop. I love Chris Cross. Dude, Chris Cross was and so you, told, you totally wore your stuff backwards. I was, I was a bit more of another Bad Creation fan. I thought, uh, you know, Inside Out, man. I know uh, Chris Cross said it was Wicked, a Wicked, a Wicked, a Whack, but uh, I thought Inside Out was pretty dope. Wait. No, it's supposed to be backwards. Like you were your genius. Yeah, the Chris Cross was backwards. That's why there was a rivalry between Another Bad Creation and Chris Cross. Another Bad Creation came out first, wearing their clothes inside out. Chris Cross came out like six months I later, wearing their clothes up backwards. On that. I swear to God, I never picked up on. If ABC. you listen to Jump, they are throwing, sh- sh- firing shots at, at Another Bad Creation in that, like they're I, distant I, inside out. Like they're they're. Uh, what was it? Uh, you know, I mean, they're they're taking multiple shots in the lyrics at another bad creation. Okay. Huh. And they're both from Atlanta. It's a whole thing. ABC mm-hmm. had Michael Bivens from Belle Biv a new edition. Jermaine Dupree. You know, Jermaine Dupree was like the mastermind behind Chris Cross. Of course. I love De- Jermaine. I love JD. And DeBrat. And uh, I like DeBrat too when she came out. Money Anything with Jay-Z. That's a banger. Yeah, it is. My friend that literally would uh, ride around yelling out his window money and thank people while playing the song. Uh, Jeff Peters. Uh. (laughs) Jeff Peters, $5. I like how this comes up every couple months on the podcast. Any truth you were supposed to be Kane's brother, Abel? Okay. So, no. 
no and yes. <clears throat> yes, I was wearing a mask in OVW to work on my body language, play bigger with my body language. Um, and the mask was supposed to bring that out. Cornette's like, what the hell? Why is it? Why was my top baby face wearing a mask? This is the stupidest idea ever. But nonetheless, I had to wear it. So to improve. And um, so long story short, creative came down to one of our sessions, one of our training sessions at OVW to evaluate all of us. And that's where one of them uh, had pulled me aside. And he's like, he's going to pitch to Vince of uh, having me come in as able to Kane. Um, I could only wish it worked that way, but yeah. it most certainly did not. And just like what, one month later, I came up and met Vince in Chicago where he had this great stuttering idea. <laughs> Ah, so that settles it once again. Uh, R W X L I A A. Oh, with Australian two ninety nine will be Roman versus Druid Survivor Series. Looking that way right now. I, I just cannot see Roman losing for quite a while. Yeah, I could see Randy Orton, but Randy actually Randy versus Roman. Have we seen that? In recent memory, I'm pretty sure we have, but it's obviously heel Randy face Roman. Not in this dichotomy, we have not. It could be interesting, you know. Mm -hmm. Could be interesting. Um, D Man two dollars says Matt new shirt. Who cares? Move on. Love you guys. There you go. Uh, I had to pause for the super chat. I like that multiple people in the chat room shouted out that it was uh, Chris Martin, his play from Kid and Play. I love oh. their chat room. Knew that information. Multiple people. Awesome. Instantly. Awesome. We're the best. Uh, Antoine Fair, $5, says Matt was the guy bumping the table in House Party. <laughs> <sighs> Martin Lawrence was so good. So good in that movie. Oh, and what was the infomercial? What was the infomercial for the R&B, uh, the, the slow jams with the, uh, no, you've got to buy your own. Like, that's an actual TV commercial for a compilation. And they show it multiple times in the movie. Hey, Love. That was the name of it. Oh. Yes. It's also referenced in a few other things. Uh, I love those old compilations. I mean, whether it's like Freedom Rock, Secret Love, Freedom The All-Nighter. Like cruising classics, like those compilations. Real albums. quick, what was the yeah. character's name in Freedom Rock? There was a character name in the Freedom Rock. A Chris Martin was Ran Randy. Were well, you thinking Randy the Redwoods from MTV? Ah, uh, never mind. Yep, yes. the glasses. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I watch a lot of old MTV. Um, oh, Nate Erickson, five dollars. Saying National Lampoon's senior trip from 1995 is the most underrated National Lampoon film and my favorite comedy, a young Jeremy Renner in his film debut. I have never seen Senior Trip. I gotta be honest, I haven't either. I'll have to check that out. Mm -hmm. Um okay, what else we got here? Uh oh, D-Man, two dollars, Bianca versus Asuka or Asuka versus Rousey at WrestleMania. Oh, um, that's a tough question because Oscar versus Rousey. I think everyone knows Rousey wins. I think Oscar versus Bianca. It could be a major. I honestly, I want to see Bianca versus Rousey. That's what I want to see one day. That'd be Bianca something. Gets Bianca gets made like that in one match. No, I agree with that. Um, I've got a good retro recommendation in a minute, uh, but let's say uh, get some more of this first. Brian Elliott, $5. Matt, what was Sting like behind the scenes when you were at TNA? Always heard he was one of the good guys in all of wrestling. Absolutely. Um, he was another one that, you know, I hope people don't get all crybaby on bringing up religion. Um, and if you do, tough. Um, no, I'm joking. He, um, he's a follower of Christ as well, um, similar to myself. And that's how we first started having conversations together. Um, other than that, it was always just at first me walking up, shaking his hand. Hey, good to see you, sir. And then move on about my day with what I was there to do. But, uh, we were doing a pay-per-view on the road and I remember Dixie set up like a, a chaplain to come in. If any of us wanted, you know, to have, to go to, 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 to church and they had it at the arena and like a locker room. Anybody that wants to be part of it, you could come no big deal. And, uh, Sting was there 
And uh, he talked to me for two hours afterwards. And from that moment on, we had a really, really cool relationship. And then he'd start, like, adding anecdotes and things like that after some of my matches. He'd start now watching when before he wasn't, you know? So um, I think the world of him as a human being, I, I think he's a very good role model of how to handle yourself as a, well, now Hall of Famer with younger talents. Um, and also at the same time, not just whoring out an abundance of information to every single young talent. You mm. want the young talent to ask you these questions because the young t- it shows fire in the young talent. Instead of, I would see young talent sometimes ask phony questions just to make it look like they're trying to learn when in reality, mm. I know they're just doing it to play the game. If that makes sense, Sting was good at sniffing out that BS, I noticed. Um, and just, I don't know, I think the world of him is a human being. I, he's somebody I could call right now and he'd pick up the phone for sure. Like, that's, and I haven't talked to him in years. But oh, that's, wow. what kind of, that's what kind of good man he is. So, Tina Miller's clarifying D-Man's comment earlier, Matt, where uh, Tina's saying that the chat room plays I a game every show. Every show, we can, how many times Matt says, who cares? D-Man was saying Matt should make a shirt. shirt. That should be your gimmick. You say who cares. That is your your reaction to 50% of WWE program. Definitely. Yes, it is. You should make a shirt on your own pro wrestling t-shirt. It's also me telling you to move on. Yeah. It's also AKA me saying we're talking way. We're talking. We spent too much time in real estate talking about this stupid crap that nobody else cares about. Move on to the next match, Glenn. Coming soon to the Wrestling Inc. t-shirt or store. Who cares? We don't have t-shirt. one. We don't have one. We should get one. Matt, you should set up a... How come you don't have a pro wrestling tea store? Why would I want one? I don't know. Maybe when someone wants a piece of blueprint merchandise? <laughs> yeah. It just sells from that when I was wrestling. Yeah, I don't I'm know. not wrestling no more. I don't know. I look occasionally on eBay to see if there's something because I want to pop you one week just wearing that. <laughs> um, oh, Shockmaster, good question. How many weeks after Carmella's re-debut? <laughs> How many weeks after Carmella's re-debut until she's back to comedy segments and buried? I give it six weeks till she's irrelevant. I hope not, because she's talented as hell. I think she has oh. gotten everything over, every single thing uh, except the long intro they tried to give her when she came to the main roster. Which long uh, intro. I don't, I don't remember the long intro. What do you mean? It was like it was similar. It was like a female version of Enzo's thing. Like she did it like once oh. or twice. Okay. Remember, like, I'm Carmella, the princess of Staten Island. There was, like, a long version. It was, like, moonwalking, smack talking, always ready to throw down. It was, uh, it, like, lasted a week because people were like, this is just, this does, does not work. That's oh, the only gotcha. thing that she never got over. Uh, so, okay. So, dude, Matt, you love old video games. Yes. You got to watch this. CBS All Access. Sign up for a trial. Watch the documentary Console Wars. It's about mm-hmm. Sega versus Nintendo in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. And what's it and about? It's yeah. it's about how Sega took on Nintendo and took I down need, Nintendo. You need to send me that link. Yeah, so it's on CBS Please. All Access. So sign up for a free trial, cancel it after, maybe watch some of the new Star Trek or Twilight Zone. But watch this documentary. Uh I read the book when it came out. I know the guy that wrote the book. I we've talked about this before. I was a video game journalist in the early nineties covering this yeah. stuff. And I'm telling you. This shit is so accurate, and they are talking to all the people that were there. So you want to talk to the guy that named uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and came up with the term blast processing and the Sega Scream and all those commercials? They're talking to execs from Nintendo. They're admitting, like, we slept on this. We got our asses kicked. It is so good. They talk to everyone involved in it. It's like an hour and a half, but it's a fantastic story. It's on CBS All Access. It's called Console Wars. If you like old video game stuff, check this out. Okay. Very good. Sold me. Uh, Baby Maharaja wants to know if I'm still playing Red Dead Online. Yeah, I'm playing uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, although now it's starting to feel like play, work, though. You like Red Dead? I liked hearing that, Glenn. It was fun at first because it's like you're going around the old west and you're hunting and you're fishing it's and you're awesome. bounty hunting and you're doing all this stuff. But then after a while, you've done everything, and it's like, well, do I really just want to go around and like? No, you, you can't rob banks. You can't rob stagecoaches. Yeah. I like the, I like the open on world, but if you could rob banks and stuff, that'd yeah. be awesome. It's just missing a few things. Uh the new WWE game though, I played that for a day and I was like, this is bullshit. It's uh boring. You just smash buttons. 
You just smash buttons. No, seriously. Well, you ever play like one of those iOS games where you're like, yeah. I either hit the button fast enough or I don't hit it fast yes. enough. And ooh, I unlocked the special mega combo and I hit a button to do that. Yeah. There's like no difference. There's four different fighting styles. It feels very uh, overdone. You have to like earn points to unlock all the characters. It's just not my thing. I got to find something new. Got to get into something new. Uh, we'll figure it out. So uh, there we are. We're a bit about an hour. Matt, you got anything else? Are we supposed to cover anything else? Put anything in the description for any other else? news? I don't believe I'm so. Looking. I'm looking. Uh, of course. Uh, I'm terrible when it comes to wrestling. Though, so you, I find out from you guys when we do these shows. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know why I looked at Wednesday night's podcast. I was seeing what you guys talked about Wednesday night. See if there's anything we missed. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a way to end the show with a bang. Okay. I guess we talked about everything. I guess it's good. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay. Uh, Sunday night. Clash of Champions. It's going to be me, yep. Matt Morgan. Who's the third? Justin Labar? Raj Geary? Tune in and find out. I'm predicting it's going to be Raj. There you have it. Uh, final uh, rating for tonight? For tonight's SmackDown? Uh, six. Yeah. No. Six and a half. I, I, um, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> I'm going to watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And then I'm, then I'm going to watch more Kenny versus Spenny. Do you ever watch Kenny versus Spenny when that was on? Yes. That show is like so messed up, but it's addictive. Yeah, it is. It's all on YouTube, life. by the way. You can find it for free. Uh, okay. So uh, until next time, folks, he's at BP Matt Morgan and Matt Glenn Rubenstein. We'll see you back here Sunday on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. See you guys. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.